Hey, what's up? It's Kiara. <sighs> no. <laughs> Are we live? Is this working? Is this thing on? What's up? It's Kiara, and you're listening to another episode of For Realness Sake. Y'all, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to the past couple episodes with me and Dante. And usually I would come on and just be me and talk about what's been going on. But I have another special guest. Guess who it is, y'all? It's my mama. Mama. Hey, Ma. Hey. Ooh. <laughs> y'all mama is so nervous <laughs> mom come on we own this thing so y'all my mom is here in town for what 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 you was here for just chilling she was just chilling y'all so i was like mom i gotta get you on the podcast and here we are so what's up mom i'm good i came from my hometown shout out to lake city y'all um coming to visit normally i come up here to visit my um my best friend miss dana Mm -hmm. so we've been running around in the city doing our thing a little shopping here a little um riding around the city in the new range oh oh, okay Mom, go ahead. Tell them about your car, Mom. Right. So, <laughs> I had this one car for 10 years. Mm-hmm. No problem. The car didn't give me much trouble. I loved the car. But I felt like I was due for an upgrade. Mm. So, I rode up into the Range Rover, <laughs> Range Rover lot. I thought I was going to get one Range Rover. Messed around and got the upgrade to Ooh. the one that I really wanted. What is so, it? What's, 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 what is it, Mom? What, what is it? I got to tell him. Go on, tell him. It's you, the you Check Ooh. it out. It is so nice. It's that 2019? 2019. Ooh. Right. So, me and my homegirl, we've been <laughs> taking over the city in the range this weekend. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking a little time out to bless me with a little time. How you come all the way to Tampa and, and not even spend no time? That's all y'all know. Y'all get y'all some old mamas. Cause these young mamas out here, they act like they ain't got no time for their kids. So here I am on the back end. But thank you. Thank you for being here. All right, well, you know, I do what I do. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I wanna um start off by doing a little icebreaker because my mama's like me, so I get nervous. She gets ten times more nervous. So we go do it easy for her, y'all. We go do a little icebreaker. So, Ma, I got these questions for you. You don't know what they are. Just try to answer honestly for for realness sake. Okay? Okay. All right. So the first question is, hmm, what was in your high school locker? Books. Okay, that's it? Uh, Pretty much. I really didn't visit my locker that much. Why? Because I just didn't. I carry most of my books. 
Uh, wait, what year is this? Like, mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh oh, moving on, moving on. Um, what's the scariest thing you've ever done for fun? I went to Bush Gardens and rode the roller coaster. Which one? I don't remember. It was a while back, but now um, I'm the one that holds everybody's jacket and allow them to go on the roller coaster (laughs) hands-free. Not my thing. (laughs) Right. Right. I eat the food. I eat the food. Like, funnel cakes and corn dogs, like, I'm here for that. But the food, the bomb. Yeah, but the ride. You Not so much. You can't do both. No. It, it's a one or the other kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. All right. What was one of your embarrassing moments? Oh, my goodness. I think a lot of girls experienced this. When my cycle came on, oh, oh yeah. my goodness. For, like, the first time? Like, the first time, the little red spot in the back. Ooh. I'm, like, super embarrassed. Everybody wait, wait, know wait, wait, what but was you me. At? Where was you at? At school. Oh, no. So, oh, everybody oh. pointing, and I'm, like, they talking about me. Ooh, Go to the bathroom. A mess. <laughs> so, I encourage all the moms to find out how you can pack that little nice um, sanitary bag um, for your kids for the first time so that they know what to expect, what to have, Mm -hmm. and just some information on what exactly is that. Yeah. It's your menstrual cycle. It comes on. You'll have it for quite some time. (laughs) So please build a little packet. You can have the sanitary napkins. You can have the wipes. Mm -hmm. You can have a need-to-know information in there. And just uh, even a little smiley face to say, hey, you're not the only one. You're going to be fine. (laughs) Not just like you out here with a red spot on the back of your Mm. pants Mm -mm -mm. and everybody know but you. (laughs) Yeah, I actually, you make me remember my time. My first time, I was nine. And I was real young. Do you remember? I I was like. I was at school in the kids' club. It was like an after-school program, and um, the teacher told you when I got when you got there, you're like, "Kira had a visitor," <laughs> and then we get in the car, and I'm just like, "Okay, just take me home because this has been a day." And you were just like looking at me in the in your rearview mirror, like, "Kira's friend came. <laughs> Kira got a friend," and I'm like, "Okay," because nothing about this is fun. So, <laughs> thank you. I guess friend, thanks for coming. But you were like really, really excited about that, and I didn't really understand why. So, what is it about? Like, why do moms get excited about? Their daughters having their cycle. Because it signifies that, hey, they're growing into their womanhood, even mm-hmm. though nine is being young. Who's but, hey, it's a, it's a step towards, hey, my little lady is, is becoming a woman. So You was crying. Was not. Ma, I think you cried a little bit when I you got out the not, car. I, I was looking back at you, like you said, in the rearview mirror. And I was also trying to distinguish what kind of facial features you, you got going on back there, too. So. <laughs> Because I was just like, y'all, like, this is not, it was the first day of school. I wasn't prepared for this. I was just trying to have a good time in after school care. Like, I was, it was a lot of pressure on this little nine-year-old to be out here living life. 
but I don't think I prepared a little a little bag for you or. Or well, no, nobody was expecting for me to have a cycle at nine. That at was a nine, bit young. And then yeah. to go to school, you're right. Yeah. But I think you did have a little packet at home <coughs> or something. Or Afterwards, we, like after, after okay. it became established that I had something going on, then it was like, all right, let's just, you know, let's take a step back and see what we can do about this. But no, in the beginning, it was just like, ah, I'm nine. And so, yeah. But yeah. you was looking real. You was doing that real corny mom thing, <laughs> like Kiara, Kiara, look at you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no. So moms, let's take care of that. Aunties, you know, sisters, let's take care of that for for our young girls who are experiencing or coming close to having their cycle. It doesn't have to be something really, really bad. No. Yeah, you're right, Mom. Dropping knowledge. All right. What is your favorite memory with me? Well, I have quite a few. And I'll have to say when we were in Connecticut, I was Mm -hmm. a sailor. Yes. So we were in Connecticut and we were just moving from Lake City Mm -hmm. going to Connecticut. Yes. Kier had these huge eyes like, (laughs) I really don't know where I'm going, but I know that I'm going to a place where uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good, but (laughs) I I really don't know where I'm going. And her (laughs) eyes told it all. She sat back in the seat like, okay, are we going to get there yet? Are we going to get there yet? Are we going to get there yet? So once she got there, she was just always this inquisitive kid to, mm-hmm. to think like, okay, what's next? Because I got to check this off. Okay, what's next? What's going to come next? And what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. If I could tell y'all, if I could have had like multiple kids like Kiera, because oh, she man. was similar to like a model child, whatever that means. Right. But just really didn't have a whole lot of issues. If I tell her one thing, that's what she going to do. Come on, you got to stop beating the table. And then she'll go to school and make sure all the other kids do the same <laughs> thing because, you know, that's what my mama said. So this was supposed to happen. Uh, it was hard for her to kind of make friends that way too because yeah. she – you know, call them to the car, but hey, what you doing? You, I we, said what I said. That's that's not what we're supposed <laughs> to be doing right now. So <laughs> I have to say just that trip to Connecticut, mm-hmm. although I won't go into details, but just her facial expression mm-hmm. was memorable to me, just knowing that she's going into the unknown, but, you know, she, she ready. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that, too. I remember... I don't know if we were going to Connecticut or flying from Connecticut, but I remember being on a plane for the first time and my ears were popping real bad. Yes. And I was like, man, this is great. He was like, just chew the ice, Kiera. Just chew the ice. I was like, okay, it's not working. (laughs) But we we got through that one. We got through that, yeah. All right, last question, Mon. If you could have dinner with one person who would it be? One person. One person. Anyone. I think I already know who you about to say. I'm not going to say Keith Sweat. I want, what? I want to talk about him. Oh. 
I thought you were going to say Idris Elba. See, I told you. I told you. That man is married. I know. I, I, I'm i not going to mess with him like that. But you said, you asked me. So I knew if he was wasn't married and if he was, you know, within my scope, come on, Idris. We we can have a, um, I probably said his name I- wrong. Idris. Idris. Right. Idris. Idris. We can have dinner. Ooh. But you married. And it's all good. <laughs> oh, it, 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 ain't, it ain't his time no more? It's, it's time has expired. Oh, he canceled? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I definitely didn't to say that. <laughs> well, are you feeling all ice broken now? You feeling warmed up? Yeah, I'm warmed up now. Well, good. What do you want to talk about? Let's talk about you. Me? You. Well, you talked about memorable moments mm-hmm. um, before, and I want to go back to the one memorable moment that I didn't know that I was actually inspiring you until years and years later. What? So remember when you came home from school and you said, nobody likes me, I don't have any oh, friends. Oh, my, you're not about to make me cry on this podcast today, sorry. So, I was a super young mom, I did not know anything about raising kids, but, you know, I had to do what I had to do. Mm-hmm. So, when your child come home telling you about some issues at school, you ready for it. Mm-hmm. So, Kiara came home, I don't have any friends. Nobody wants to be my friend. And I'm like, well, why? What I need to do? So she was (laughs) like, well, I just don't have any friends. So I said, Kiera, don't worry about it. And I'm paraphrasing. I said, you're going to be somebody. I said, you are somebody. So in my mind, it just popped up to just tell her to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. look in the mirror, and say, my name is Kiara Taylor, and I am somebody. So she went in there. I heard a little mumble, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. She went in there. I don't know if it was the next day or maybe some days later, and she was still like a little mumble. My name is Kiara Taylor. I'm somebody. Shoot, about so a couple of months, <laughs> I hear Kiara in there roaring like a little lion. My name Kiara Taylor, and I am somebody. I was like, okay, Kiara got a little confidence. I, I think she might have been maybe, what, 10 or 11? I don't think I was that old now. Probably about 19. Or 19, something like that. But it was it was really good to hear her you know, come from like a little baby mouse to now like a lion saying, hey, this is my name. I'm Kiara Taylor and I am somebody. Period. And, and sometimes, you know, we do have to take a look in the mirror and kind of like, you know, encourage our own self. That's what the word says, that mm-hmm. you're supposed to encourage yourself. So when you're down and out, when things don't look like it's supposed to, when you don't have the money that you think you need to pay your rent Mm -hmm. or you feel like you're inadequate. You don't add up. Don't worry about what nobody else say. It starts from how you feel about yourself on the inside. Mm. 
So start with yourself. Get you a little compact mirror. Okay. If you have to go in on your lunch break and look at yourself and say, hey, this is who I am and I'm going to make it. This is who I am and I am somebody. Encourage yourself. You can do it every day. Go ahead, mom. Yeah, I like that. What what you talking about? So (laughs) I think the, the, the worst thing that women can do to ourselves is to actually put ourselves down mm-hmm. and if you putting yourself down what expectations do you have for someone else to lift you up Ooh. so encourage yourself lift yourself up even when nobody else is patting you on the back mm-hmm. even when the odds might seem like they're against you <clears throat> encourage yourself yeah. you can do it it might sound like a little baby mouse in in the beginning <laughs> But the more and more you say it, the more you you believe it, and it'll come to fruition. Yeah, Ma. So how has that been for you? Like, how how could you incorporate that in your own life? Well, you know most of the stories that I have. Mm. I've been, you know, at my low, um, dealing with divorce and Mm. separating from you guys, you and your sister being an empty nester. Mm -hmm. So it gets lonely sometimes. It gets um, depressing sometimes. That is a real thing. And when it's just you in your home or wherever you are, it's just you by yourself when, when all your friends are, you know, don't call or stop calling for the day. It's just you and your own issues. It's Mm -hmm. just you and what you have going on in your mind. So how I combat that is more with, okay, reading the word, talking to myself. It doesn't mean you're crazy, but, you know, you talk to yourself again. You encourage yourself. And find a hobby. Find something that you can do for somebody else. Mm. That helps. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, Ma. If you can't see it for yourself, how can you expect anybody else to see it? Like, or I think you've even said this, I'm paraphrasing it some kind of way, but like, don't look for others to always like pat you on your back or congratulate you. Exactly. Be proud of what you did because you did it. You did it. And you're, you're your number one (laughs) cheerleader. Exactly. Yeah. That's good, ma. Okay. Get a little something going on. Um, well, speaking of memories, I was trying, I'm sitting over here trying to think of one of my favorite memories and I don't know, I have, I have quite a few, but one that I really, really like, especially since it's the holidays is when we, um, it was like our first, maybe our first holiday where we, we were in Tampa and we, um, did Christmas at home or was it think it was Christmas and we like played the whole wild Christmas album like over and over. <laughs> like I think we literally played it for like the whole month of December. We played that Christmas album out. And I'll be trying to find it. And I cannot find like on um iTunes or anything. Like that specific one that we had. I don't remember which one. I remember, of course, it was red with the big W O W. Yeah, but I don't know what year it was or like what year that album was, but that was a good one. Yeah. And we made, you made the potato soup and the, oh, just all kind of, it was all kind of food. Like we were eating a lot of different stuff and it was just fun. Cause 
even though we didn't, my mom didn't believe in Christmas trees and all that kind of stuff. So we didn't have a tree, but it was just like, just that felt like Christmas. Like that, are you about to cry? No. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, now y'all see where I get it from. Um, But that was like the time where we like really got to cook and it was a lot of dishes, okay? But it was a lot of good food, and it was really, really fun. So every time I think about Christmas, I think about that feeling, and I try to, like, emulate that feeling. That has been happening lately because Christmas has been kind of dry lately, but trying to get it back to that. And that's what I want to bring into my home is, like, the real Christmas where it's not all, all about, like, the tree. Even though I do want a tree, it's more about, like, the feeling of what Christmas is, which is like togetherness and love, real love and cookies. Yeah. Get some cookies going. And Christ. And Jesus. <laughs> yes, of course. That's at the head of everything. But yeah, that was like that was that was a really good time. Yeah, you did that, Mom. That food was good. It was. It was. Mm. So back to you. Um yes. another time, um, that I felt like you were really very mature for your age. I'll start off with that because I can tell Kiera to do one thing. That's what she going to do. So yes, that's why I have a hard time making decisions. Cause I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? Which one is it? And I, I, and I leaned on you because of that. I didn't really spend like a lot of time nurturing you because I felt like you already got it Mm -hmm. but that was my flaw but it was for a young parent that was like a plus oh this one she's doing everything you tell her to do and she helping out not to say that her sister was some type of tyrant or anything like that but more so that you have to know your kids you have to know how to try and get through to them how to Make sure you're loving them the way that they need to be loved. Mm. And a part of me missed that with Kiera, especially because she was so obedient Mm. that I didn't have to, like, tell her time after time to do something. So the one time that I do remember is Mm. um, being in the grocery store. And I have to tell y'all, I, I I don't want to say that I had a ritual when I went to the grocery store, but when we're in the grocery store, it's like, it's go time. <laughs> I have my coupons. I know y'all. what aisle I'm going on. I know that, hey, this is the, the, the amount of money that I have, so this is what we're coming out with. Mm-hmm. So I have no time for the little kids picking up stuff and throwing it in a basket. What? What so, nobody doing that? So, Kiara does this. The rule was, when we go in the grocery store, I need hands on the cart. When the cart turns, you turn it with the cart. (laughs) If the cart maneuvers, you're maneuvering with the cart. If the hands fall off the cart, it's over. Ooh. So, Kiara, hands were all, well, one of them were always on the cart. And then, if her little sister looked like... Or appears to look like she about to lose that hand off the cart. Kier is like frantic. Like, Monty, your hands. You got to have your hands on the cart. So 
the grocery store was memorable. Although it may not have been like the best memory, (laughs) but it goes to show you that Kiara, even now, is pretty regimented. And I kind of fault myself in that way. It's not always bad, but it's not always good either. So, yeah. (laughs) It's okay. But I do remember that time. Like, my my mom was one of those moms like, you ain't got no money. You don't need to put your hands on none of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we ain't coming for that. <laughs> we getting these right here and that's it. <laughs> but listen, listen. You talk about a single parent, two kids trying mm. to make ends meet in this oh, world. Yeah. So No well, government assistance. No, I didn't do welfare. I was kind of too proud not mm. to knock the welfare system but i just always was taught from my my mom that hey you work for what you want mm. and then you'll be able to get that so not saying that people on welfare aren't working just saying that that was her personal value that she felt she didn't want to get on welfare she wanted to do it on her own and you did yep it was it was a struggle but hey yeah, I remember like going to the like having a huge basket of laundry and going down to the laundromat and sitting there pretty much all day folding up clothes and like my mom was a beast, y'all. She was doing like I you were like what twenty six, twenty five, not you, much older than you. Yeah, that's what I be telling people. I'm like, if I was my mom right now with two kids at this age. Them kids pray for them. I don't know because I don't know where they will be at. They will be on the street. Like my mama is not here for me right now. I, the way that my life is set up, I couldn't. I don't even know if I can manage two children. Like you had kids, mom. You didn't have babies. You had kids. Kids. I so, was a teen parent. Yeah. With Kiara and her sister came along five years later, but. Yeah. Hey, we worked it out. Kudos to you because it it, it's stuff like that that people don't see. They, you know, they see a young mom with two kids and they have their own stigma attached. Even though you weren't on welfare, you weren't, you know, a quote abusing the system as people assume, you still got all of that stigma just because you were a black woman, young, with two kids in tow trying to make things happen you were going to school you worked three jobs at one point you were like really really doing it and I think you don't get enough credit for that and black women in general that are out there dipping and doing y'all not getting enough credit for the stuff that y'all do like listen congratulations mom because you deserve that Range Rover you deserve to be happy you deserve to be out here Dipping and zooming with Miss Dana. Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you did so much. And I think you got to, just like you told me, my name, my name is Kier. <laughs> you got to say, my name is Regina. And you deserve to be out here doing it because you put your time in. Reclaim you. your time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Come on now. Yes. So I think that's good. I'm trying to think of more memories now. Like, okay, I do have a question, though. And maybe you can answer for all the moms in America, all the black mamas that be saying, I ain't one of your little friends. Well, like, why y'all be saying that? Because then we get older, then y'all want to be our friend. And it's like, no, because you weren't my friend. You weren't one of my little friends, remember? 
Well, and I you think... wasn't boo boo the fool. It was a lot of things y'all was saying. Hold on, I ain't one of your little friends. You ain't boo boo the fool. Uh, who I look like? Mm, foo foo. Uh, my name ain't Stanley. Like what? The list go. Like what? 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 Where do y'all go to? Like a black mom convention and like find these little words to say? No, I think (laughs) I ain't got McDonald's money. Like what? (laughs) I I think we're just trying to let you know early on that number one, when it comes to I'm not your little friend. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm establishing the boundaries that, you know, I thought needed to be established where you're not finna come in the house and dap me up and think that, oh, it's cool. It's we have boundaries here and it's it's respect. Yes. Now as you progress or I progress in age, I like to say, mm. then there's a different stage. Mm. So case in point. When you left home, mm-hmm. going to pursue your dreams, not really a dream, really but in the, mil- in the military. <laughs> right. So I had to think of ways that I can better communicate with you mm-hmm. as you're entering your adulthood. Mm-hmm. Then I had to work on myself like, like there's going to be like one less person in this house. Mm-hmm. And that's Kiara. So I had to kind of like... to go through my own little issues with that and then now you're married Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to be your friend but i want you to know that you know the guards are down i don't have to like be in parent mode as if you're five anymore right and granted my parenting skills were not you know the best and they were pretty like hard I would say you were a strict parent very strict parent but now it's like you know you can't be mad if I want your Ooh, hairstyle not you can't flipping. Be mad. <laughs> y'all she got this bob she is flipping this bob you can't y'all. be mad if I if I want to share hairstyles Ooh. or if I want to put that makeup on that you have on you can't be mad you're supposed to be supporting me so Ooh. it's not being your friend it's just um I think adapting to both of our lifestyles and mm-hmm. finding that medium where we can communicate, where yeah. we can share. So, yeah, yeah. I'm still not your friend. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> there is a difference though. But those are the things that like my friends talk about. Like when we're young, it'd be like, your mama told you she wasn't your friend. Like, I don't want her to be my friend anyway. <laughs> <laughs> If I didn't know her, she wouldn't be my friend. <laughs> so like that was just like, all y'all say the same thing. But it's true. Like, you do need to establish some boundaries as we are children, you know, and things like that. Yeah. But y'all was wearing that out, you know. Y'all, y'all, y'all wore that one out. We know. Now it's like, can I be your friend a little bit? Get, get me going. <laughs> can we go to the mall? Give me, is we it okay? go to the mall. <laughs> Can you send me that uh, hairstyle see, on Pinterest? Uh-uh, y'all. So it go from not wanting to be your friend to what's that hair you got? What, what makeup you had on in this picture? How you got your brows like that? What What's your next hairstyle? Like, mine? Uh-uh. We ain't friends, but we cool. <laughs> wow, she just brought here biting my style, y'all. I can't get I can't get no braid style, no sewing. 
I'll put my mama on. And now I, I'm now she get her hair done on her own. Now she getting bobs and flips and curves. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Wow. I appreciate you. Brand new. I tell you, boy. My mama is brand new. <laughs> so wow. I don't think there's an issue when it comes to, you know, wanting to be close to your kids or wanting to share. But again, what are you sharing? What are you exposing them to Right. for them to think that you're their friend or for you to believe that they're your friend? Yeah. Establish those boundaries. They're not supposed to be smoking with you. They're not no. supposed to be drinking with you. They're not mm-hmm. supposed to be doing um, things that you would normally do maybe with your girlfriend if you're into that type of stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. What are some things that you feel like you missed as a child? Like, yeah. Well, as you know, your grandma. mm she ruled with an iron fist Mm. and I adapted some of her ways in that sense. But what I really believe that I missed is that a hug every Mm. now and then Mm. a kiss on the forehead or, or a cheek to say, I love you, baby. And I know that you're going to make it. I know that you're going to be someone someday. Mm. You're going to make me proud. And, and it's not that she didn't show it in her own way. Like, you know, back in the day, I'm cooking for you. I got 10 kids coming in and out of this house. I'm trying to survive too. Mm-hmm. So to, to, for her to be able to, you know, maintain her household, Everybody clothed, everybody fed, everybody going to school, and you doing good in school. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. So that's the type of love that she showed. But growing up, hey, especially when you hear from your other peers that, man, my mom um, still kissed me on my forehead or my mom's still doing this to show um, love. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of jealous um, about that and wishing that, yeah, she would she would have shown me more physical mm-hmm. affection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad he um he was more so, you know, hey, pretty girl with the brown eyes type <laughs> um dad, but yeah. he wasn't always in the home, but. Every time he saw you, he'll be like, hey, pretty girl. Oh. Hey, pretty girl. So that right there um, was cool, but it, it wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. So. And what are, what are some things that you really enjoy? Because you're a sibling of nine or eight. You're, nine, I'm the last it? one. Yeah, you're, yeah. I think I said the Grandma had nine kids, and you the last one. You the right. baby. I'm the baby. So what are some things that you enjoyed about that? Because even to this day, you always say, I'm the baby. Right. I'm the baby. <laughs> and it's like, okay. <laughs> what well, the funny thing is, it's almost like she had two sets of kids. Right. So my eldest brother is old enough to be my dad. Yeah. So when she <laughs> had me, it was just me and my brother uncle marvin that mm-hmm. was close to me mm-hmm. everybody else was like 
at least 10 years. Yeah. Our senior. So, um, I grew up with my, actually, nieces and nephews. Right. <laughs> so, that was a big family. So, what I liked most about that was that it was always something to do. Mm-hmm. Always somebody to talk to. Always, you know, you're not going to be left by yourself. Right. It's, it was too many of us. Mm-hmm. So that part I do like. And I like the fact that even though my mom didn't say a whole lot, mm-hmm. just her presence, her demeanor spoke volume. Yeah. Like she would pass you and say a scripture and keep it moving. <laughs> but that thing had you thinking about it all day. <laughs> now go and clean your room mm-hmm. with yourself. <laughs> with, you, with yourself. And I could see you. Like, she, I believe she truly did have eyes in the back mm-hmm. of her head because what wasn't nothing getting past her. Right. Yeah. And just her independence where, you know, it wasn't that she was looking for handouts or anything like that. It was more so, okay. I got to get it. Mm. Let me just go and do it. Yeah. Working at night as a nurse um, for years, 26 years. Um, wow. And then um, cleaning houses during the day just to make ends meet. She mm. was she was a, a trooper. She was the one that really showed us how to have a great work ethic, mm-hmm. how to really grow to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And stand up for yourself and just be that independent person. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love her. Oh, yes. Grandma, grandma, she was awesome. Really sweet lady. Really sweet. And, you know, we got the the sugary side of her because we the grandkids. So we we get to see that side. We just got the... The granny, yeah, she was a strong, strong lady. And how could you not be strong? Well, everything that you were taught, and how can I not be strong? And when I have a kid, how can my kid not be strong with just generations and generations of strength that just live in our blood? It's flowing through us right now. I have to tell y'all that (laughs) even though my mom didn't say but Kiera was her favorite. Like, I almost got... Everybody knows that. I almost got beat down. I almost got tore up plenty of times about Kiera. And I'm like, really? That's how it goes, y'all. It's yeah. almost like... I think she probably would have preferred her having Kiera than me. But... They used to make fun of me for being in, with my grandma at all times. And I don't care. I was getting all that love. And I didn't care. All the time. <laughs> I mean, we would come down to visit. Kier beeline it to the back room. <laughs> and that's where she was when we picked her up. Oh, I have a confession, Mom. I could tell you now. Mm. I've been holding this in for a long time. You probably don't even remember now. Uh oh. But when we was when I was young and we was at grandma's house and it was time for us to go, mm-hmm. I locked the keys in the car on purpose. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. So y'all, I wasn't ready to leave yet. And mom was like, We gotta go right now. And I was like, No, not yet, please. Cause it, we we didn't live in the same city no more. So I did it, Ma. I did it on purpose and I'm sorry. 
There you but have it. it. There you have it. It got me 30 extra minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> I'm telling you now, okay? Mm, it's mm, only been mm. like 20 years. <laughs> wow, that's all I'm going to say is wow. Do you remember that? No, but I, I'm glad I don't. <laughs> it was in the back of my mind. I was like, mm. one day I was to tell my it wasn't an accident. Mm, <laughs> I did mm, mm. Sorry, mom. It, it's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whew. Man, well, I really like this conversation. Okay. Yeah, I think you did pretty well for your first time. Yeah, you know I was a little nervous. Yes. <laughs> you just started getting all swollen. <laughs> I know, but hey, I'm on here. You here? You doing what? Keeping it real. Keeping it real. For for realness sake. For for realness sake. Are you going to come back? You think of you course. do it again? Yeah, I think you got some more. I think you got some more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just a little bit today. A little just, bit. Kind of bounced around a little bit, yeah. but. A little razzle-dazzle. Yeah, you I know. think somebody will be able to take a little diamond from that Ooh, and keep diamond. <laughs> Oh, I say gems. My mama says she got diamonds. <laughs> okay, mom. Well, all right, y'all. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of For Realness Sake. Bye. Bye. <laughs>